It's time for the Smart Money Questions Podcast with Matt Hausman. This is the show that provides you with a sound financial education and helps you avoid financial pitfalls. Make sure you are asking the right questions by listening to the Smart Money Questions Podcast. This is Smart Money Questions. Thanks so much for tuning in to another podcast. Walter Storholt here with Matt Hausman. He's the founder of Old Security Group with offices in Westchester, Pennsylvania and Newark, Delaware, but serving folks all across the country. Find us online at smartmoneyquestions.com. Not only the podcast there, but you can read different blogs and find out more information about Matt and the team there. Just go to smartmoneyquestions.com. Matt, today we're talking about 401k rollovers and some of the important things that you should know about them. Well, not you, but uh, you know the things that people listening to this podcast should know about 401k rollovers. You're the reason why we're talking about this, to turning to you for the guidance and advice. We often talk about the importance, we've had a podcast on this in the past, not leaving that 401k with your old company after you no longer work there. So I want to explore kind of the next level of that, some of the benefits of doing a 401k rollover, why you might want to move it into an IRA, what the tax implications are of doing these kinds of things. And I know you'll have a couple of other important things to point out. So what are the main benefits of rolling an old 401k into an IRA, especially kind of setting the stage with that idea that it might be a 401k left at an old company? Well, first of all, the benefits, I believe, and rolling the money out of the 401k, especially if you have multiple ones and they're old, they should hopefully maybe be consolidated so you can keep track of them more. I sat with someone yesterday and it was so interesting. He finally did this about three months ago and he goes, wow, I didn't even know how much I really had until I put it all in one place, right? So that's one thing. But the other thing about rolling the money out of the 401k. Remember the 401k only has a certain amount of investment options. You're restricted based on what the plan dictates. And I've seen plans with as little as 10 to as many as a hundred investment options. But if you roll the money out to an IRA is now really, you can invest in whatever you want, depending on where you're going to custody the money. So whether it's Vanguard or Schwab or self-directed, I mention this all the time and I, I don't think people really believe this, but I would tell you to go out and Google it because it's possible. I have clients that own homes inside their IRA because they're very heavy into the real estate market. And so rolling it out of the 401k really gives you a huge advantage in investment options. You know, if you want to invest in gold or Bitcoin or, you know, whatever, you have those opportunities now when you pull it out of the 401k. Now, I will say this, and this is something to think about is when you do that and you're pulling it out of an IRA, you're still working, you're under the age of 60, you want to be aware, especially if where you're working now, if you're employed and that 401k you're contributing to and you don't roll it into that one, you can limit any loan opportunities should that be the only source of money you have for emergencies. Because when I put it into an IRA, I want to realize that now I'm subject to the 59 and a half rule and there are no loan opportunities. So maybe that's another show we do, Walter, where we talk about understanding the rules around just the 401k in itself, because they all work a little differently, but there are some general rules you want to be aware of. So, But moving it out of the 401k just gives you so many other investment options that can really expand and further diversify 
your overall investment portfolio. I, I think it was, what was it? Maybe six, eight weeks ago, Walter, we talked about target funds and really a lot of 401ks, that's all they have in them mm. is target funds. It's this idea that Wall Street is wanting to give people like, hey, listen, we can make it easy for you. Here's a target date. But then when you look at the underlying funds in the target date, you realize it's just layer and layer and layer of funds. It's added up fees, all that kind of stuff. So I'm, I won't go into target funds, but many times that's all that's available in the investment options of a 401k. So pulling it out of that 401k into an IRA really expands your investment horizons. And you get more flexibility, not just with the investment choices, but with other things as well, right? Well, you're exactly right. Because what can happen when you move the money out is now you have the opportunity for professional advice should you want it. Now, I will say this, and let me touch on that a little bit, because we still have clients that are under the age of 60, some young, you know, in their late 20s, early 30s, and they have 401ks, and we are advising them on those 401ks. As a fee-based advisor, we can do that. We also have money that they have in IRAs that are invested with us that they've pulled out from old companies, but they have the ability with that to be able to receive professional advice. And please hear me when I say this. So many times I hear, well, I get financial advice from my 401k. They have someone there. I have many clients that have uh, retired from a hospital network down in Delaware and their uh, 403b, same type of aspect of a qualified retirement plan is done through Lincoln. And so Lincoln has somebody on site that they can come to and talk to for quote, advice. But remember, that person can only advise you on that part of your overall investment plan. And when you pull it out, old 401k out into an IRA, now the advisor that you're working with, they can not only look at the IRA, but then they can look at your existing 401k. They can be advising you more holistically than just somebody, quote, giving free advice. I love that word free. It's so misused, right? The free advice that the person at the institution that they're providing for you. And so that that is one of the benefits, I believe. It doesn't matter if it's me or not, that I believe that finding the right advisor for you is your best long-term alpha, if you will, your best long-term way to minimize or mitigate any type of mistakes that can be made financially. So I think that's a great point. So more investment choices, the ability to work with an advisor, lots of benefits to rolling into an IRA instead of the 401k for certain individuals, for certain people. What about fees and tax implications of doing rollovers like this? Well, first of all, let's talk about fees because, you know, I've had multiple people in here just within the last 90 days and they talk about their old 401ks. And this is what I always hear. I don't pay any fees, mm. no fees. Right. I sure. have a free <laughs> investment opportunity at my 401k. If I've heard that once, I've heard it a hundred times. Mm -hmm. And I just pulled something real quick. I did a real quick search on the internet and came up with the average 401k hidden fees. Keep in mind, everyone, you as the participant, the only fee that you're going to see is the investment fee. So we've got that fee, which is pretty common. You know, it's going to be the expense ratio of the particular fund that is available in our 401 key. But what most people don't understand, and the trustees of the 401k see this, is the hidden, and in this particular study, they say the average 401k has a hidden fee of 1% 
on top of the expense ratios of the funds that is being offered to the participant. So the idea that this free account is there, again, the word free is used and misused so often, I think is such a, people need to be aware of this. The reality is your 401k is not free, but when you pull it out of the 401k, you can then eliminate, if you choose to, and you work with the right advisor, you can eliminate any hidden fees. You can work with an advisor that's completely transparent. So this idea or this misunderstanding or misguided expectation of free, now you can really look at reality. And in many times, you can go do the research on your own 401k to see what the underlying hidden fees are. There's multiple places online that you can go in and see that. So that's one of the things. With regards to the tax implications in rolling the money over, this is really critical. You want to make sure that you are doing what's called a qualified transfer. So you set up an IRA, let's say it's a Schwab, and then you're going to qualify transfer the money over from your existing 401k. So we'll, we'll use the example of Lincoln, Lincoln Financial. You're going to move it from there into the IRA as a qualified transfer. You can do qualified transfers as often as you want. The qualified transfer means the money goes from Lincoln and goes directly to Schwab. It's made out to Schwab for your benefit. A rollover is different in that the money would actually go from Lincoln and come to you personally, and then you have 60 days to decide where to put it. Now, the reason that it's real important to understand this is the IRS came out with a ruling about three years ago where now you can only do a rollover once every 365 days. So if you decided, okay, yeah, I'm going to take the money in. I'm going to decide where I want to go. I got 60 days to do it. Okay. I put the money over into Schwab and then I decide I'm going to do it again, say nine months later. And I took out, let's just use the $50,000. I just created a $50,000 taxable obligation and I can't put that money back into an IRA because it was done as a rollover. So a lot of times we get that rollover word confused and we want to understand logistically what a rollover is and what the difference of a qualified transfer is and how that works to reduce or completely eliminate any tax implications from pull the money out of that 401k. Now we have framed a lot of this discussion, Matt, around what to do with a 401k that you've left at a past employer. But what about for those who want the investment choices? They want that ability to work with an advisor and those particular funds. They would like to eliminate some of the fees and work through some of these tax implications that might be involved with their money. But they're still working for the company where they have the 401k. Are they just out of luck at that point in time, or do they have other options that they could maybe still roll over to something else? Well, that all depends on the plan. Most plans will allow someone to, even if they're still working and contributing to the plan, they can actually roll that money or, or qualify transfer that money out after the age of 59 and a half. But they have to check with their HR and their plan administrator to make sure the plan is structured that way. And we do that a lot where someone, as a matter of fact, we just did it last week, 60 years old, and uh, they became a client, and that's what we're doing. We're doing a qualified transfer. We're not closing the 401k. She's still going to contribute to the 401k. Why? Because she's still getting a match. We want to take advantage of that. But we're pulling that money out to expand the investment horizons for her. 
And she's able to do that because she's over 59 and a half. Now, if you're under 59 and a half, those opportunities are drastically, if not completely eliminated, if you're still working and contributing to that 401k. But if you work with an advisor, a fee-based advisor, maybe they work in the way that they would bill you on a quarterly basis for advice, not only on the 401k, but what you're really looking for is advice holistically for the other things, say debt management, college planning, vacation planning, all that kind of stuff. You can work with a fee-based advisor to be able to not only manage and help manage the 401k, but then all the other areas of your life. Well, these things are all really important, I think, to think about, kind of walk yourself through all these different scenarios and issues. How do you determine, you know, Matt, if you go through this situation, what kind of investment you should be rolling your 401k into when you do these kinds of transfers? What are the different ways you've seen people kind of handle this? That's really a case-by-case basis where if you have someone that's looking at all aspects and understanding what the goals are, when the money would be needed, let's say for distribution, that's going to determine where the money would end up being transferred over to and, and kept in the IRA. So, you know, that's where I use this word all the time. I don't want to overuse it, but the holistic plan where we're looking at all things, we're looking at, you know, taxation, we're looking at legacy planning, we're looking at distribution, income distribution and tax planning. I can't tell you how important that is. I just, I just did a workshop where we just talked about the new tax code and how important it is to be so proactive, not only in your investment planning, but in your distribution and tax planning, not only looking today, but we've got If they don't change the law, we've only got seven years to take advantage of this and you can drastically reduce, we're talking about IRAs and 401ks, drastically reduce by recharacterizing your money from an IRA to a Roth. This would be a case by case that you want to look at, drastically reduce what the tax cost is going to be. And so every case is going to be different as to where to put it. And that's where the IRA allows for an expanded horizon on investment options. And so that, that's really something that someone would want to have a detailed conversation with an advisor of their choice to make sure they're making the right decision. You know, on a podcast that we talked a couple of weeks ago, we talked about Kent and his friend with the 10% investment. It's not something that you just want to do without thinking through the process. And that that's the most important thing that I could tell anyone. We don't just want to roll it out without thinking about where we're doing it, why we're doing it, and what's the purpose of that money. Super important to remember all of these things, Matt. And I know that these are the kinds of conversations you have with people each and every day when they come into the office or when they join you if they're uh, a few states away, maybe uh, you know over Skype and or just over the phone, the casual conversations still about these kinds of topics and issues. It's a nice illustration of how you kind of work through some of these concerns. Anything else we're forgetting to add today about what people should know, the important things about 401k rollovers? Yeah, actually there is, is do not over-contribute to the 401k. So I'm going to go on a little bit of a tangent here, and I promise it's going to be quick. And that is when you're looking at your assets, understand whether it's a 401k, after-tax investment, Roth, how is the money going to be taxed? And the workshop I just did, we really illustrated that most people, they don't have a concept of what the tax cost is going to be on their 401k. So if you are contributing to a 401k, I would highly suggest that you look at or consider only going to the match because that's free money. I would suggest you look at that match as that's going to be what pays the tax. You'll get your money out and the growth on your money 
will be tax-free to you because you're going to use the employer's money and the growth on what they put in to actually pay the tax. And then look at other opportunities for if you've been overfunding 15, 20% of your salary is look at other more tax efficient long-term vehicles, say a Roth, if you have that opportunity or even after tax investment opportunities. That's the biggest thing I would tell you for a 401k because so many times, I, and in fact, I had someone in the office, a client in the office yesterday, and the comment was, I can't believe how much tax we just had to pay because, you know, we're just around the tax season. And I said, well, you have to consider that your husband just went over 70 and he had to take his minimum distribution. And the the comment back was, this is so unfair. <laughs> we don't need the money. She goes, not only have we always got a refund, we had to pay money. And so I, that, unfortunately, I have to hear that more times than not in working with clients, especially when they get to the, the distribution phase. So be cautious and understand the long-term taxation of where you're placing your investment in retirement dollars. The 401k is not the only opportunity. I would never tell someone not to take advantage of the match. You definitely want to do that, but you definitely want to consider other options that are more tax efficient than those 401ks for when you come to start taking money out. Welcome to the RMD club with uh, problems like that. That's for sure. Yeah. And let me tell you something real funny is I had to look over at her and I said, guess what? You're like three years away. And actually, when you do that, then you're going to turn on your maximum Social Security. So guess what? Your income is going to go up by this and this, and you're going to owe more. And you know that that's kind of like what we talked about. I wanted them to be aware of it, is having that rubber meets the road talk. Like, listen, this ain't going away anytime soon. And it's going to be here forever, right? Yep. Because of the rules surrounding these qualified retirement accounts. Other people have been through this before, and uh, yes. you're going to go through <laughs> it as well. And um, like like I said, welcome to the club. But it's good to know that these are some of the things that you got to be thinking about when it comes to 401k rollovers. They are important. If you try to do them on your own and you do it the wrong way, ooh. Big consequences, especially from that tax angle, if you don't do a rollover properly. So that's why it's so good to seek some guidance and some help from somebody like a financial advisor, somebody like a Matt Hausman. If you'd like to get in touch with Matt, here are the ways to do so. You can ask him your simple money questions or the complex ones as well. 610-719-3003 is the number to call. That's 610-719-3003. Matt's also always online at smartmoneyquestions.com. Listen to past podcasts, check out the blog, and more information on the site there. That's smartmoneyquestions.com. Matt, thanks as always for the help, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Absolutely. Talk to you soon. Be sure to tune into one of Matt's Side Thoughts podcasts coming up next week, and then uh, we'll be back together in two weeks from now. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you next time on Smart Money Questions.